Welcome to the 1K Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Fleming, and this is a podcast all about showing you how to make money from home while you are raising kids and building your business. This is a show where we will talk about the mindset, the strategy, and the tactics on how you can begin to monetize your brilliance. Hey 1K Moms, today on the podcast we have Marie Jackson. She is an incredible gal that I've got the chance to have talked with over coffee chats and all this good virtual stuff and I'm excited to share her with you today. And let me tell you a bit about her before we get her on, but she is a innate organizer and planner. She's a working mom to two with a third on the way. She's a veteran of corporate America for 10 plus years, a Fargo native and sports lover. She's the creator of the Organized Planner, which is designed for the working mom to help manage and organize personal and work life. Organized Marie is a place for working moms to create simple everyday organizing solutions for their home. Every working mom can have an organized, stress-free home. Marie, I'm so excited to have you. How are you doing? I'm great, Katie. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Well, just take us into what life is looking like right now outside of that bio. Oh, it's a little crazy right now because I'm due with our third in like two and a half weeks. Oh, I and how fast time has gone by. <laughs> it's gone by so fast. And this one's just flown by compared to the other two. So I'm, I'm, I'm in over organizing mode because I'm in my just making sure everything's done and this and that. So it's a little hectic right now with the kids, but other than that, things are good. My husband was just gone for a few days. So I was doing this all here on my own and being organized truthfully, like it helped me get through most of these days here. So um, yeah, we're just uh, kind of now waiting for baby to come and seeing what it's going to be like going from man to man to zone. Well, seriously, <laughs> you have to let me know how that is. I know, right? Because that's the next step for us. And it's like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Yeah. But tell me, like, now that you're kind of, um, you're about to have your third, does mm-hmm. life, not, are you able to experience your organizational systems a little differently? Like, does life look different this time around than it did maybe your first or second pregnancy? Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it, it's kind of ironic with this, the first one, all of them I've been, I would say uber organized, but this one I've been much more lax in terms of like my appointments and keeping track of everything. You know, my first, I was like, all right, I'm writing down every single visit, every single, you know, detail. And this one, I'm like, you know, can I just call you and see if something's wrong? (laughs) Um, But this one, it's, I'm trying to become be more efficient with the systems that we've had in place um, because now that our kids are getting a little bit older, um, it's becoming more important to have stuff that works well that they can use and it makes it easier for them to put away because it's hard, you know, being pregnant now at two and a half weeks to go, it's, it's hard moving and it, I've been able now to have them put things away where it's easy for them. And that's, I think, one of the most important things is making sure you have stuff set up that's easy. Um, and that's what has really helped us kind of in this, this third pregnancy versus the first one where it was just us, you know, putting things back and forth and things like that. Right, right. Well, yeah. so the mom that's listening that's trying to figure out how to organize her home life mm-hmm. or trying to figure out how to just not be so stressed and juggling all of her things, what would you say those first three, like what would you, what would you say to her? First, I would tell her to declutter. Uh, this, and this can be one of the hardest parts 
into becoming, getting organized. And it's a two-step process. It's decluttering and then you're organizing. And decluttering is a whole entire thing in itself. Um, if you can do it with someone else, I, I highly recommend to have someone help you get through it because it's hard getting rid of things that have emotion to you or you're connected to. There's things that have given us security through most of our lives. And it's really hard to part ways with those. I even struggle with it at times. And I have to have like my sisters help me with my closet. Cause I'll keep every shirt. I'm like, well, it's still in good shape. They're like, it, it's just dated. It's time to go. And um, so my, my first piece of advice is really declutter. Uh, you know, if you've had something for six months and it hasn't been repaired and it's broken, you're like, well, I'm going to hang on to it. Cause I'm going to fix that. And it's been there for six months. It's time for it to go. So that would be my first piece of advice is take a look around the house before you kind of get into the project, declutter it first, empty out the space, sort through it, and then, and then get rid of that stuff. And if you're, if you're doing your closet, make sure to get rid of that bag of clothes or whatever you decide to get rid of, like immediately put it in your car so you can take it to Goodwill or wherever you need to go to, to get rid of it. Cause it's, very easy to creep back into that bag and be like, oh, I could still use this. And believe me, I've been there and I've done that. I haven't gotten you know, rid of the bag that I decluttered. I'm like, oh, well, I could wear this shirt again and gotten into the habit of doing that. So my first piece of advice is to declutter. Um, and then the second piece would be after that is you want to establish something that works well for you. Um, making sure that it's a system that is going to set you up for success and making sure you have something that you like to look at, love to look at. You want to be able to use products that if you're going to use organizing products, make sure that you're using something that's like has a consistent look and layout. If you're going to have some bins in your closet, have them all the same color, choose something that you like and love, Uh, have felt hangers. That would be one of the things. Make sure all your hangers are all the same things like that. So set up something that you know you're going to use. I think hooks are a great thing to use in terms of whether it's a entryway or closet. It's really easy to put things away just on a hook and it's off the ground. It's not um, something that will end up on the floor and it just makes things a little bit more manageable. And then the last piece I highly recommend is, and it may not be, it might be overkill for some, but I would label it anything and everything possible. Um, (laughs) It's great. I mean, and I can show you that we have shelves in our kids' rooms and I have labels on the shelves that will say pants and t-shirts. And it, it sounds a little like overkill, but in terms of putting things away, you just know immediately where it goes and you know immediately how to find it. And it saves you time. It does, right? Yes, exactly. And, and as they're getting older, it's going to help them understand reading letters and words and things of that nature. But even our pantry bin, everything's got a label and I've tried it where I'm like, Oh, I'll know for sure what's in that bin. I I, I know I'll remember. And there's so many times I'm like, Oh yeah, that's, that's what's in there. So that would be my last piece of advice is just make sure that you label maker. Are you talking like cute Etsy looking labels? 
personally, I, whatever is your style, but I personally am just a label maker person it, because it's easy. I've had a P-Touch brother label maker for almost 10 years. My husband actually got it for us when we were first dating. Oh, <laughs> and um, I know, right? I called my sister. I was like, you're never going to believe what he got me. <laughs> like, I'm surprised I've never owned a, lab- a label maker. I was the kid who asked for a binding system when I turned 13. So... <laughs> I'm surprised I've never had a label maker. Oh, you, oh, you got to get one. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> time. And it, there, I so I personally love the P Touch Brother. Like I said, I've had mine for ten years, and it's still in excellent shape. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to use. You just put you pop in some batteries, and you can print out labels like on the go, on the spot. Um, I do love the silhouette, beautiful Etsy labels that you can you know the pretty fonts, I think they're great, but they are very time consuming. And I do yeah. know, you know, purchasing a silhouette maker, they're like $200. So it's not like it's anything yeah. that's extremely affordable and they take some time to, uh, to learn how to program and this and that. Um, so you, I think you need to find something that works for you. I'm someone that really likes something quick, easy, fast, that has consistent, labels all across the board and using one of those label makers is in my opinion one of the best ways to go yeah and back to the felt hangers when we moved that was like the first thing I thought of it's we're not taking these ridiculous hangers with us (laughs) let's just bite the bullet and have every hanger in our closet the felt ones and they're all the same and I was shocked to we went to Costco that first week and I was shocked to know how like not expensive they were they're cheaper than I thought they were Yep, that's exactly I mean, where we got our massive brand name, but they're just you know a knockoff version. We've had yeah. our felt hangers too um, for I think I, four years now, and we got them from Costco, the big pack that they come in, and that's what like I eight dollars. Yes, and they're amazing. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so good. it's amazing when you take out those wire hangers or the plastic hangers or the ones that don't match, and you replace it with that. Your closet, it's like a a makeover in there and you love looking at it. You're like, Oh, this looks great. Well, yeah, you, love, so- and you love using it because like one of the f- biggest frustrations was like every time I'd move something, every, something would fall off or that little <laughs> yes. you know, spaghetti strap dress yes. would fall off. Like, oh my gosh. What's the <laughs> yes. point of those little notches in the hangers? They don't right? work. And it's, it's so frustrating. Yeah. And that's one of my, my, my biggest things when it comes to closets, I see people with their closet, I'm like, all right, it's time for the plastic hangers. They got to go. And cause you can yeah. get these felt hangers are very affordable. I, I know Amazon even has some great packs. I haven't used them, so I'm not sure of the quality, but from a co- Costco standpoint, I mean, they're excellent. They're great. And you should yeah. love your closet. Like you should love your clothing cause it makes you feel good and you should love opening it up and seeing what you have in there. Yeah, for sure. So take me through those. So the three steps we've got decluttering, we've got mm-hmm. organizing what's next labeling. So did like, I, okay, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't yeah. know. So yeah, declutter, organize. And then last but not least, yeah, you want to label everything. So that's where I think that getting a label maker, if someone has, if you don't have one, I highly buy recommend one. just buy it, just bite the bullet. I know it's not something that like, you know, you really want to buy. It's not like, you just like, you kind of have to do it. It's kind of like when you go grocery shopping, if you like grocery shopping or don't like it, you know, depending on your mood, but um, you, you got to do it. Just yeah. bite the bullet. And that's the thing with organizing that if you've ever lost weight or gotten out of debt, there's like that freedom that comes along with 
accomplishing that. You know, when you get out of debt, you feel like you've got control over your money and you know where you're going and you don't have this weighing you down. And same with like losing weight. You know, if you've lost a lot of weight, you, you are more energetic, you're happier. And that's kind of the same thing when it comes to organizing is when you have yourself, when you're organized, you feel better, you're more productive, you're happier, you're not stressed, you're not running around late or anything of that nature, trying to, you know, skedaddle, get all these kids out the door and things of that. Of course, things are going to come up and it's not always as perfectly planned. I mean, as much as I love being organized, we had, um, I had a little, little bit of a scare a couple weeks ago with my doctor's appointment and I was having, it felt like early contractions. And I was like, gosh, I'm feeling like this is exactly how I felt a week before my son was born. And I'm like, I have nothing done yet. I still need to go pre-register at the hospital. I need to make sure my hospital bag was packed and kind of went into this panic mode. And I was like, I need to get this all done. And everything was fine from the doctor's, you know, standpoint, but it put me, you know, it it put me in gear to like, all right, I need to get organized because then I'm not going to be as stressed. I don't need to be stressed for no reason. And it just kind of kickstarted things that, okay, when you, when you're organized, you're not running around with anxiety or making irrational decisions or spending more money than you need to because you can't find something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we've got a lot of people listening that are juggling maybe a side hustle, a business, but they're also juggling like a full-time job, raising a family, um, all the housework that goes with that, um, and then even like volunteer positions. So how can we kind of organize our different roles and even our house to make sure that it's very, very uh, low stress? You, uh, time management, I would say time blocking is huge. I wasn't a huge proponent of it. Cause I always felt that oh, I was highly organized. Uh, it didn't really need to have that whole time management perspective, but it really does make a huge difference. And, and that's kind of how I've been too, in terms of working a corporate job and having my side business and having a family and household duties. It's, there's so much that comes along with it and have found that the most success has, has been through time blocking and using one calendar. And it's about finding a system that works for you. I, you know, whether it's paper or digital, it could be a combination of both, but you have to try it out and figure out what systems are out. There's a ton of systems out there. And when you manage your time, it makes things run much smoother. I'm not saying that you have to have such a regimented schedule that you've got, you know, every minute down. But when you have something blocked off that you're time blocking things through, it makes things much more manageable and stress-free running your household that way. And I also highly recommend batch processing. That's been (laughs) huge. I mean, if like for us, even us, we let the dishes sometimes fill up in the sink. I mean, I did that while my husband was gone and I'm like, you know, it's easier sometimes when I've got a sink full of dishes just to bust it all out. Sometimes it'll take two days, you know, just let them sit in there. And then the morning, one of the mornings, just get it all done. And same with laundry is really just batch processing. And it just, I have found for myself personally and more productive and makes things easier rather than like, Oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. And, that sort I of think thing. I agree with that as far like <laughs> it definitely depends on how big your sink is because <laughs> yes. the sink is tiny. Oh my gosh. So I can't 
I do. Yes. I've stopped, I've stopped being neurotic about, and maybe that's not the right word, but just being crazy about make sure, making sure we put every bowl into the dishwasher as we use it. I just let mm-hmm. it sit there all day until like right yeah. before dinner and I bust yep. it all. Yeah. Or even like, you know, waiting yeah, till after dinner or cleanup or something like that. It's, it makes it much easier to get through all that stuff. So give yourself some grace if you're, you know, managing all of these things in your household. I mean, I used to be so neurotic too. I would say about it, making sure like every single night there couldn't be a dish left in that sink. And, and then now that I have kids, I'm like, okay, it's time to, all right, maybe I'll clean up after they go to bed or I'll do it first thing in the morning because I know they're going to be going to bed here in a couple hours. And I want to be able to have family time, spend time with them because, you know, before you know it, they're, they're big, you know, it's like my daughter's five and I'm like, geez, it feels like she was born yesterday. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Well, take me through like your nightly ritual. Do you have systems you do every night systems you do every morning? What does that look like? Yes. So every evening, um, it usually depends who makes dinner, um, between myself or my husband. So whoever makes dinner, usually the other person does clean up. And then right after dinner, both our kids go straight into bath. And then after bath, they both get books and then they go to bed. So it's, but it, it sounds simple, but it can be a process in terms of getting them into the bath. And then picking out the books and then getting the pajamas on, you know, isn't always such a easy, it sounds easy in theory. You're like, I've asked you three times to, you know, we got to get your jammies on, let's get them on. So that's typically what we do. And then we read them books and then they both go to bed. So they're both about in bed about 7.30 or 8 o'clock. And then after that is typically when I, um, I'll go journal and read after that. I've found... I tried to do it in the mornings, but our kids, it was just too chaotic trying to get up in the morning, especially me being pregnant right now, haven't been sleeping that great. And so I've adjusted my schedule where I do it at night and it just makes things much calmer. Um, and I can kind of recap the day. So I typically will do journal and then read and then go to bed. And then in the morning, we're just up and at it, getting some coffee. Um, we get them breakfast, they get ready for school and then if they're, they get all that stuff done, then we'll put a show on. But, you know, it used to be that when they'd wake up, they'd have a show on and then we changed it. We're like, all right, we got to ch- change our system here, how things are running, because it was trying to get them out of the show to go eat breakfast and get dressed was like, well, it's almost over. Well, this and that. And you're like, okay, we're going to reverse this here. And they have to have everything ready now before... We put a show on and get ready, ready for school. And for reference, you've got a five-year-old and how old's your, your son? Two and a half. So he goes to preschool three days a week and she goes to preschool five days a week. Very cool. That yep. is a fun gap. It's pretty yes. much my kid. Yes. And yeah, so the TV like sucks them in. You have to like call their name five times to get their attention. Right? Yeah. So we had to change up some systems and stuff. And, and after, you know, having kids have learned the importance of, systems, especially when it comes to toys. Oh my goodness gracious. I had no idea that you could like have so many toys and where they all could go. And we've had to set up just simple systems. I like the Ikea one personally best after trying different things and, and keeping things labeled. Um, 
and just helping them, okay, these go back in the toy bin, that sort of thing. Because after a while, it's like you're picking up so many toys. You feel like you're like a professional toy pickupper. I'm like, okay, guys, we got to do this together. Let's, let's pick these all so up. You said Ikea things. Is that the, like the pink bins that go in the wood thing? Is that yes. what you're talking about? Yeah, I think it's called the the Tropez system. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, I personally, that's the one I like the best. It's just the easiest to use. I think it has the best looking functionality to it too. So it still kind of looks like a, you can still have it look like a room um, and add some labels on the front of the bin there that just makes it easier to put them away and teaching them where they should go and that sort of thing. You know, after this whole moving process, I've realized how much um, furniture choices can help with organization. Absolutely. This is like yes. the first time in our married life we've actually bought, like bought legit furniture, <laughs> not just <laughs> something off of Marketplace or hand-me-down from grandma. I mean, uh-huh. like this is, things match and things have places to store stuff. It's incredible. Exactly. I know. It's crazy. And yeah, you feel like it's worth getting, you know, when you get stuff that you like and love, it makes a big difference. And a lot of things now have like, you know, the ottoman storage and that can still be furniture and you can put the blankets in there or put them away. So they're not out and that sort of thing. But yeah, it's really nice to have things that you like, like and love and feel like a, not like a college student. You're like, wow, this is like adult life now. (laughs) For real. I'm like, oh, yeah. make sure we put coasters down before we put our drinks down. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> right? You're like, oh my gosh, I never thought I was going to turn in my parents. And here I am. <laughs> here I am. Yeah. And then having less stuff, like especially yes. with decor. When we started to get our, our house list ready before we moved, like I just started realizing there's just too much stuff as far it as decor. Is. It and is. It took my dad, my dad was our listing agent and he came in he's like, he gets his design hat on and we, I call him design Darren when he starts getting like that. And uh-huh. he just, he goes, that's gotta go. That green thing's gotta go. That's overkill. <laughs> Remove that lamp, blah, blah, blah. And it's stuff you like seemed cute, but when yeah. you take it away, you make less, it looks better. It's weird. And it makes it so much easier. Like you're just kind of like relieved when you don't have so much stuff. Like I even this morning I was outside taking some stuff and I was just like, this is garbage. You know, I'm throwing this away. I'm throwing this away. This is, there's a crack in this. And it was just like stuff, stuff can really weigh you down. We're like such a consumption based society. And I know minimalism is a, as a really hot, you know, trend topic right now. And it, it, it's hard to do though. It's not like it's easy. It's really sometimes hard to part ways with things. I mean, I was going through our linen closet and I, there was all these towels that we had from our wedding and I had like the hardest time getting rid of them because they had, they were raggedy. Like there was holes in them. I'm like, okay, it's time for these things to go. I'm like, but these were a wedding gift and I had the hardest time getting rid of it. But I'm like, I'm not hanging on to towels that are ratty that have holes in them. Like it's, you got to let it go. Do you still remember who gave those to you? Oh, I totally do. <laughs> yes. I do too. I'm like, but that, but Chris gave us that hamper. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and every time I move hard. the hamper, pieces of it come apart. Like, yeah. And that's, what's really hard. I mean, decluttering isn't something that is, is easy. Uh, and it, some people it is naturally too, but I think, you know, it takes practice. Um, like anything in life, you're just like, okay, do I really need this? What, what purpose is this serving me? Is it making me happy? Is it, causing me more stress. And so how do we control the buying process and bring in, as we bring things back into our house, do you have anything that can help us in that situation? 
Yeah, I highly recommend, and if you can stick to it, is when you bring in what comes out. I mean, one in, one in, one out. Try to keep that ratio. Keep in terms of let's say you go shop in your closet. Keep a donation bin in your closet. So when you come home and you've got um, you know some new clothes, you're putting on your hanger. Go through your closet and figure out which which piece you don't love anymore, which piece is not making you happy. Take that off and keep it in the bin um, or keep the bin outside somewhere where you won't be tempted to reach back into it. But that would be my, my biggest recommendation is to really try to keep a system in place where that you, whatever comes in, you take out. And that's kind of like, you know, we did that for Christmas this past year with the kids toys after they got it from open up for Christmas. I'm like, all right, before we open up these brand new toys, we're going to go through and sort through things of what they don't play with and get it out because we just didn't have the room for it. Yeah. Yeah. And those are good time frames to do that. You know, I found that I'm an overbuyer when it comes to grocery stores, like mm. Costco, Trader Joe's. Those are my two. And Costco. Yes. I know. It's so oh, hard. It's so hard. They, I just found out on an interview I did this week that Costco delivers with Instacart or something. Oh, so gosh. I might do that because I might you know, just be better in my wallet. It might be. And you save yourself because when you get in there, there's always something new that you're like, I totally need that. Well, you know, and I'm starting to <laughs> rationalize it. Like we went, yeah. we've literally been every week since we've moved because like you need paper towels one week yeah. and you need hangers next week. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, this last week we went and uh, they had these really cool industrial lights that were on an, on an end cap and people were like grabbing at them like hotcakes and they were getting <laughs> more down from the, uh, the shelves, the forklift lift was there. And I was like, James, we have to grab that now. He's like, yeah, but we don't know if it's going to fit in our room. I'm like, I don't care. We're going to buy it because it won't be here when we come back. <laughs> it's still in its box. We were waiting for the furniture to be delivered. <laughs> But I think it's going to be perfect. But I mean, Costco, you have to buy it when you see it. Otherwise, it's gone. It is. And, and I have these bins, actually. I got, I got some organizing bins from our pantry. Was it two years ago? And I still have people asking me, like, where did you get those bins? I'm like, they're from Costco. And I'm like, but I haven't seen them since. And that's the thing with, like you said, with Costco, it's like, if you don't get them now, you don't know what <laughs> When they're coming back. I got this incredible wedding back. gift for someone once and I didn't buy two. That was mistake number one. <laughs> they were these amazing cutting boards. But, yeah. Yes, and Costco is, uh, yeah, I, I could go to Costco every day. I, I love Costco. It's like one of my favorite places, but it's also one of the hardest things to manage you because you're buying in bulk and then you're like, okay, yeah. where does everything go? And that would be another recommendation when in terms of Costco, when you get home, unpack everything immediately. And I mean, take it out of the box, unpackage it, especially like if you have cereal bars, take them all out, put them in a, a you know, basket or bin in the pantry, empty that's out labeled. everything that's labeled. Exactly. Yes. Same with like yeah. the grocery store. I think that's the biggest thing when you come home immediately from the grocery, cause you got to put stuff away is to unpackage it and prep it right away. Like even like grapes. So let's say you're getting grapes every week wash them and pull them off and just put them in you know, a Tupperware container. This way they're ready to go. And so you're not like when you're trying to grab grapes quick, you know, pulling them off can be kind of annoying, but this way, if we already have them set up and set in place, you're like, okay, just kind of a, like a grab and go. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm trying to figure out a way to get back to just buying staples, those things we know we're going to consume. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, is it grapes? Is it strawberries? Like, what is it this week? And just not try not to overbuy. So if you got any tips for that, you'll have to let me know. <laughs> I will. I will. Well, um, kind of share this right now before we kind of end up, we're going to, um, last question and then we'll go into the four questions we ask everybody, but what are the quick benefits you would say of an organized home? Quick benefits is you're going to have a better quality of life. You're going to be happier. You're not going to be stressed. It lowers your stress levels. You're going to find yourself more productive and you'll save yourself some time And you're also going to save yourself money because you're going to be able to find what you need. There's nothing more frustrating than trying to find something. You don't find it. And then you go buy it and then you come back home and then you found it. Like, really? (laughs) (laughs) Been there, done that. So yeah, those are the, the key core benefits of being organized. Yeah. I do that a lot with a little puck, um, batteries, you know? Oh yeah. 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 I've done that a couple of times where I buy new ones thinking I don't have them. And then I Uh find, Oh, I put them there. I forgot. Uh There's like 70 of them. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It's just one of those things you're like, Oh, it just makes you mad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go into those questions. So first one, give me one mom or business owner hack that you would recommend other moms to do. I would recommend using Trello. Um, from a business standpoint, and I would also say from a, a personal standpoint, um, Trello is an incredible organizing tool that has actually been very helpful in terms of integrating, at least in our lives, that that constant like, oh, I got to do this, oh, I got to do that, and you're like, oh, I, I, but I don't have a pen and paper near me. Um, just for quick and easy reference. I absolutely love Trello. I still use checklists and paper planner and things of that nature. So I integrate both of them, but I highly recommend Trello in terms of organization and getting things done because it's really easy to seamlessly integrate it with a calendar. I love it. Yep. So if you could do, um, this all over again, so business or motherhood, really whichever way you want to take it, what Mm -hmm. would you tell yourself or what would you start with? Oh, that's a great question. I would tell myself um, in terms of motherhood that nothing is perfect, uh, that there's going to be struggles. It's going to be a roller coaster and to give yourself some grace and just do the best that you can. And it's hard, but it's also super rewarding in terms of, a business standpoint, I would have told myself is the importance of connecting with others. Um, you know, when you have an internet based business, you kind of feel like alone and you're not really sure who's out there and trying to make these connections. And I would have told myself, make them right away rather than kind of just staying quiet behind the computer that that there people are out there helpful. Everyone wants to help each other and just to find, find your tribe. And that's what, what I would have told myself. That's such good advice. I mean, cause I am naturally my core an introvert. And mm-hmm. so getting on coffee chats or zoom calls, like it, it can seem weird at first until you yeah. get on that call and you first make that, that first sentence. And you're like, Oh, like that's how we <laughs> met. Right? Yeah, totally. And you that's know? totally, that exactly. Like I, I would call myself like an introverted extrovert. Like it's, yeah. yeah, for sure. So I would definitely say do it scared for sure. 
I mean, if, if you're scared of, you know, get, once you get on there, it's fine. But yeah, hiding behind your computer and isn't going to help a whole lot. You got to get out there and make those connections with other people. And we're more alike than we are different. Everyone here is trying to make a difference. So true. Well, what is your favorite app system or software that you'd recommend right now? Oh, I would have to say Trello would be <laughs> there. But the other one I actually, another one that's really good that I'm loving right now is um, LastPass. Is, okay. Is that passwords? Yes. And it is excellent. Um, there's so many times that, you know, you, I, I felt that I, I would remember that password or oh, I'll, I'll make sure I know this one. And there's so many accounts that out there these days that you have, and it's so easy to forget it. And that app has been incredible. I was a bit skeptic of it first. Cause I'm like, I'm security privacy, like how secure is this thing? And then it's legit and absolutely love it. I highly recommend everyone take a look at it because you can at least get the free version. And, um, I don't have the premium version. I think I have the free version as well. So I don't know what the I've heard about a lot of people using it for when they like hire virtual assistants or something, because can't you change like all the login credentials with like just one time? So you can like, for instance, if you have like employee turnover, you can just Mm kind of shut it down and fix it. Right. Or something like that. I don't know about that, but that sounds like, it sounds like you could do that. Like it's, I don't know that feature of it, but I would, I would, wouldn't be surprised that you would be able to do something like that. I mean, yeah, it's really yeah. even nice to the point where you pull, you can just launch it from there, like your website, like a website you need to go to or an app and it will log you in from there too. Like you don't have to pull up even the password. It's, it's amazing. So I, I, I absolutely love LastPass. Super cool. I love it. Well, what is the best book you've read? And then what are you looking forward to reading soon? Ooh, best book I've read. Oh, that's it. Or listen to if you're an audible kind of person. Mm. Gosh, there's so many to choose one. Um, I would say The Power of Habit was an, one book that has really s- stuck with me. I really enjoyed that book. I'm a very habit-driven person, but it, it got into the core elements of like why we do what we do and the reward that comes with habit. And so, you know, the beginning of the year, if people make resolutions or goals or things of that nature, I think it's an excellent book that everyone should read because it it goes through the psychological standpoint where we are with how we create these habits and why we do what we do. Like I like have to brush my teeth every single night before bed. I know some people don't, but I don't like doing it. I actually can't stand it. But I realized after reading that book, I do it because I love the clean feeling in my mouth before I go to bed. So um, I love that book and the mecha- and it really showed the mechanics behind the habits. Yes, like saying. yes, exactly. Yes, um, very interesting book. Um, and then in terms of what I'm looking forward to reading next, I'm actually on the search of my next book. So I just finished reading, um, the, how to manage your to-do list, stress, stress stress-free ways of managing your to-do list, which was excellent. So I just wrapped that up. So I'm now in, in search of looking for my next book. So I don't actually have one lined up yet. So if you have any recommendations, I am open to them. Mm -hmm. I actually feel like I do, (laughs) but I can't think of it right now. 
Um, have you read Gary Vee's book, Crushing It? His new one? No, I have not. Really good. I'm about right. almost done with it. Okay. It's pretty good. Yeah, my dad bought it and then shared it with me. So it's nice to not have to purchase the book. <laughs> but it's really good. Yeah. Okay. I will so, definitely yeah. check that one out. Well, share with us where everybody can connect with you on social media, your website, all that good stuff. Yes. So you can connect with me on Instagram and Pinterest as well. And then you can always find me at organizedmarie.com. Perfect. Love it. Well, it's been so good chatting with you. I am definitely putting a label maker in my Amazon cart tonight. (laughs) Yes. time. I love it. That makes me so happy. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Katie. I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. If you loved this show, help me spread the word to all your other mama friends by taking a screenshot of the show today and posting it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag me at Katie Fleming and let me know what you loved. I'd love to feature you on my stories as well when you do that. So if you have not joined our community, go to 1kmomtribe.com. This is a free Facebook community of women who are getting it done in their business and in their family. See you inside.